Warning, this episode of Second Time Around contains adult content and is not suitable for fans under 18. Although Fandom City shows are often marked explicit, this show contains graphic language and content regarding sex, sexual relationships, drugs, and alcohol use. If any of those subjects concern you as a listener, please use caution while listening. lovers welcome to fandom city second time around the podcast series where we chat and reminisce about tv shows that were so great we had to watch them a what leona second excuse me time around (laughs) (laughs) well that was nice for a second anyway we are back with our next installment of sex in the city but before we get started let's introduce ourselves i am t and And i am your alderman leona x Wonderful. So it's been a while. It's been a minute since we've been together. Some people have fantastical lives that require to do fantastical things. That's not me. Crazy. I'm, I'm kind of lame. I just sit here. But anyway, so now we're back to uh, talk about part one of season three. That will be episodes one through nine. I just want to start this off by saying, and this will be controversial to some people, for mm-hmm. me, season three is Carrie's pretty season. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I immediately went, oh, yeah. But then I went, oh, what's that mean about the rest no, of but them? See, <laughs> it's not that the rest of them, she's not pretty. And, like, she's not my cup of tea. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. she's not my type, <laughs> if we were to say that. <laughs> right. But there was just something about season three where she, I just, I just thought she was gorgeous in every way. Like, her I felt like her hair was perfect. Her makeup was good. Her her style was, I love season three style. style I think more decent. than in her season, yeah. And I think as we go on, like, and they talk about this in the show, like she gets older, her style changes a little bit. But I feel like season three was like perfect Carrie, not too crazy, not too stuffy, right? Style. Right. Okay. Everything was perfect. The way she styled her hair, the length of it. How something like was curly, but not too curly, but not straight. Cause I, I hate That's when she straightens her hair. Yeah, it drives I'm me crazy. crazy. Like, you have curly hair. Rock it, girl. Okay. Right. Anyway, so, uh, Leona, why don't you, do you want to take the first one or do you want to do the second one? Uh, let's, uh, I'll start it out. Okay. Excuse me. So, here we are in season three. What is up with the girl? <laughs> um, so just some quick updates on, on where, where they are right now well throughout the season Carrie she dated Bill Kelly who I'll go on and say uh, I wanted to love Ugh. because he's Sean Slattery but anywho that's not enough <laughs> it wasn't enough every time I watch it I want to love him and then I go Ugh, every time he gets me <laughs> This one I went, okay, tell me why John Slattery ain't good enough for you. And then he showed me, and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hang in How there, do you girl. forget? <laughs> I, I, this was what I was, as we said, we get a season three, I went, oh, and I am. <laughs> right? I remember you uh, saying that actually, like kind of groaning about him, and I went, what? <laughs> <laughs> John Slattery. I love John Slattery, but this character, ugh. 
no. He's worse than Roger Sterling. I know you didn't really watch Batman, but ugh. I can imagine he's worse than Roger Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> he was Roger was. No I feel like team. Roger Sterling owned his mess. Right, right, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um. So after that ended, uh, she dated Sean, who was the younger, cute guy. He reminds me of someone. I've probably seen him or something. I don't know. I've seen him. Um. And finally. The moment we've all been waiting for. <sighs> she was one Mr. Aiden Shaw. <sighs> so what else is going on with her? She's still neurotic and we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. She's so ridiculous. Samantha, as usual, still making bad decisions. <laughs> basically what's going on with her. Um, oh, she had some issues throughout this season. Like, when she hooked up with this firefighter, like, just embarrassing herself. Just how mm-hmm. she was acting. Mm-hmm. Um, like a total fool. Um, the guy who she accidentally let inside of her building mm-hmm. because she just lets dudes in so much. <laughs> and the whole place looking at her like, she the one that did it. You know she always yeah, got we all know these men. Remember how like the elevator dude looked at her? How the doorman looked at her? Like... <laughs> <laughs> that elevator dude was like, oh, here we go you. again. <laughs> Can't even keep up with what you're doing. <laughs> um, and then the guy that she was, the masseur. The one that Lady told her would go down Okay, on her. okay. Yeah, the masseur. Like, just how she, the expectation she has of people. And the length that she'll go through just to have an experience and talk to somebody, just to be honest, because she right. only expected a happy ending from this massage therapist because another woman said she got it. Exactly. Before we go on from her, I just want to say, like, my biggest issue with Samantha so far this season has been, like, she sort of presented herself as this, I am this sensational, independent woman who's very proud of her sexuality mm-hmm. and goes for what she wants. But it's all at the cost of something. Mm -hmm. And it bothers me so much. And usually, the payment is her dignity. Yeah. There's no reason for her to do these things. You can have a great sexual appetite and and sexual experiences and not do this crazy stuff you're doing. It's so unnecessary. Honestly, that was really good what you just said. Because I just, I find it very difficult to believe that a woman would keep playing herself. A woman like her Mm -hmm. would keep Mm -hmm. playing herself. It's fine that you're having all these experiences. Well, you keep coming out on this losing end. I just don't think you would keep doing the same thing over and over. And not not the way she's doing it anyway. She would learn from it. Right. She'd go, you know what? I'm not about to let somebody else play me. I'm still trying to get mine. Nothing's changing that, but I'm not about to just keep getting played for the fool. And everything is sillier and sillier. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Miranda, my girl... She's dating Stevie Pooh. <laughs> oh, Stevie Pooh. We have so much. We will be going uh, in depth with these two. Um, but she's happy, although she can still be very negative, like about him, about them as a couple. Um, this season, before, she, before Ashley was getting serious with Steve, right? But before she actually got there. That's right. She hired a cleaning lady. And that was Magda. Magda was my girl, man. Like, 
Magnet will let her know, like, what you doing is not cool and I'm judging you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to be Magnet nice. Was... I'm trying to be a sweet old lady about it, but I am judging you right now. Magda was like, nobody's fool. She's like, nah, mm -mm. Mm. You doing that. You acting like you want a husband. Right. <laughs> Not going to work. All right, you know what? You done broke it down. You explain to me. You get yours. Let me stop judging you. I'm going to leave, leave all these condoms here. Since you getting it. Exactly. Somebody got to you out. I got to make sure you good. <laughs> right. I'm not trying to be And she even makes a bit. comment that it's like I, I hired my mother. I think that's precisely why you did hire her. To yeah. be honest, I think subconsciously. Right? That's a very good point. She could have hired an entire person. She chose someone she could tell was already like her. That was mother-like. Right. Who mm -hmm. would keep her behind in chat. <laughs> <laughs> Magda is hilarious. Um, and your favorite, Charlotte. What? Um, <laughs> she's still dating a lot. Still judges Samantha. The question we can never seem to get answered how are they even friends how are they i don't even, even understand friends? and i, don't I guess even... they balance each other out my first thought always is how is samantha friends with her but honestly how is she friends with samantha exactly like i don't get it i don't uh, uh understand it at all <laughs> and at some point um when she was drunk she says she's getting married that year. She is just determined to make this happen. A, a very good discussion that we're going to have at some point. She, I want to, I don't want to know what's in Charlotte's head. What is her goal, her ultimate plan? Like, uh, <laughs> we um, both said at the same time, right? <laughs> um, I do agree though. And in all her judgment. And all of whatever she says to any of she does anybody, she makes these crazy faces that are really pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I can never be friends with her. Um, mm -mm. And this season, one of the key moments for Charlotte is that she meets Mr. Trey McDougal. Mm-hmm. Who seems great. <laughs> right. Um, so the men for the first half of the season... Um, as we talked about, there's Bill Kelly, who is a, a divorced politician who is campaigning to be a, the New York City comptroller. And I looked up comptroller and I forgot what it said. Right. It wasn't, I, I think it, it was councilman. Thousands of times. I know, <laughs> not thousands. I know I've looked it up several <laughs> times and I still never remember. I never remember. I never remember it is. I should have been, instead of being a sheriff, I should have been a comptroller. <laughs> Maybe they not know what it is. <laughs> and as we said, he dated Carrie. The notable thing about Bill Kelly is that he likes golden showers. All right. Of all the people she's met, I can't. I find it hard to believe he's the first one she met who likes golden showers. But maybe he's the first one who ever admitted it. He's the first one who openly asked, yeah. could you do this? And was so nonchalant about it. <laughs> So is there anything that you need? Well, this is what I need. What? He's like, get all fancy and do this first, too. What? Even like, just get to it. Like, I need you to pretty it up and give it to me. Ooh. But here's my question How was she able to just turn around? Like, like she just turns her back to him, looking all uncomfortable, like he violated her. 
For both of them, how was it okay? How was she still comfortable? And how was he like, so, yes or no? <laughs> was he supposed to take it as, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Look, I was embarrassed for both of them. Watching like, oh, oh, can I escape, please? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, uh, Steve is back. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wants to be exclusive with Miranda. We might have already mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, Arthur is a guy who Charlotte meets um, out when she's oh. with Carrie. Yeah, and he's just her type. Smart, like all of them. Rich. Yeah. Like all of them. Like all of them. Except this guy has anger issues and he likes to fight. She was Anybody. attracted to him when he tried to fight somebody first. Yes! But then she had an issue with it. Girl, uh... She's a mess. Um, then there's Jeff Fenton, who Samantha dates. And he is too short. Fun fact, the actor isn't really that short. I actually wonder. I think he's I think he's actually taller than Samantha. Did you see him? I mean, that, it did, and, something about something about any question when he was actually standing next to her. Not when she was sitting on the bar stool, but when Yeah. They actually stood next to each other. Something about him you go, I wonder if the actor is that. I, I, I did I the know. same thing, so I had to look him up. Right. I think they're either the same height or he's like an inch taller. Wow. But I think they're the same height. Um, he seemed like, he seemed like a cool guy him? too. What'd you say? I said, why cast him? But anyway, go ahead. I don't know. It made no sense. And it made him look like he was a foot shorter than her. Right. So how tall is, how tall is she supposed to be on the show? Yeah. Is she supposed to be seven feet tall? Like it made no sense. Um, then there's Barrett Johnson, who uh, Charlotte, I don't want to say dates, but she knows him because he's an artist. And he makes these paintings of women in drag. So they're, it's all drag kings. And the thing about him is that she he convinces her to let him paint her. And they end up, I guess, having sex. We don't see the end result, but they end up having sex. He paints her. And then she never sees him again because she was forward as a man because he was as she was dressed as a man when they had sex at least when they started she was forward as a man but not forward as a woman um when (laughs) when this chick has somebody had sex with somebody at somebody else's wedding that night she met him right please go so since when is she not forward they better stop they better stop so, Sean, who we already mentioned, um, was Carrie's young boyfriend. He turned out to be bisexual. And that turned out to be an issue for Carrie. Huge issue, though. And I didn't understand why. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Go on. I, I couldn't figure out why that was such a thing. Then there's Matt, Samantha's assistant, who she hired, who she, and she was attracted to him. She ended up firing him because he was so rude to her customers or her clients or whatever. And then... They had sex, and that was, I didn't get it. It was filler. Left field is stupid. Oh, you're fire. Now I can bang you. (laughs) What? Samantha. She she can bang anybody. She's proven this. Why are you doing this? Then there's um, Aiden. He's a furniture maker. No, he's why Siobhan Williams, who is a music exec, um, he's a black guy. What? But Samantha really? <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> Stop the press. <laughs> Samantha really seemed to like him, but they didn't work out because of his sister, who had a problem with Samantha being white. She didn't have a problem with him having sex. She had a problem with him dating. Right, 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 right. And he was too much of a... I don't know what to call him. I don't want to call him that word. He was... Because right. I don't believe that word should be used. He was too scared, well, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. he didn't want his sister to... He really loved his sister and liked her approval, so he broke it off with Samantha. And he seemed like he really liked her, too. He seemed upset, like, sort of like, dang, when she walked away. There's Marty Mendelson, who Stanford meets at Aiden's store, and he collects dolls, and they call his house the Valley of the Dolls. <laughs> like, por- those porcelain-faced weird dolls. Child. Okay, no offense to all y'all who collect these, but I'm good. I can't <laughs> see them all together like that. <laughs> Look, that was like my worst nightmare. All I needed was a giant spider and a clown to come out. And I'd have been like, That's Oh my it. gosh. <laughs> oh, I'm done. A doll, a doll that looked like a clown got a spider head. <laughs> oh my God. No, no. For real, Ooh, I hate that. I'd have just passed so out. You got to go with that. For real. We, we broke up right now. Oh. Then there's Alexander Limley, who daily, daily, Charlotte's dating him. And I just want to point this out real quick. She sleep with him <laughs> on the third date. <laughs> the right. third date. Now, we've seen it before. We don't know with Charlotte if third date is three months away. But I feel like if you have a five-date rule, why are you sleeping with this dude on the third date? Anyway. Hello. Oh, you know that was out the window at that wedding. That's been right. out the window that she got a rule. She don't have a rule. Her rule is, do you have a pee? <laughs> Uh, the notable Sorry. thing about Alexander Limley is that when he orgasmed, he calls Charlotte a whore. And, and she got the nerve to be so upset about it. Right. It's just something he's saying at that time. And then you know, I love that she can't say it. Oh, my. When you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> when she's trying to explain it to to. Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte, my brain does not work. When she's trying to explain it to the girls, and she's like, when he, uh, and Samantha has to supply right. words, verbs to explain what this is. And it's like, you have sex with people the minute you meet them, yet you can't explain sexual things. I, and I don't. Who is this character written off of? Like, I, I, who is she's like the this? one who last season was trying to encourage Miranda to be more vocal during the Yes. Act, right? uh-huh. Now she's this freaked out because he's using profanity. It was the first time they'd had sex, so who knows that he does mm-hmm. it all the time. Mm-hmm. If it was that one time you were at that level of freaked out, that doesn't seem right. Well, and she says, anybody do this? nobody wants to marry a whore. So she felt like he really felt like she was a whore and he would marry her. Oh my gosh. Because of that. Boob. I don't believe that she's <laughs> never heard that from somebody then. How about that? Come on. I don't either. Not for one second. Not for one millisecond. <sighs> so next is Dr. Trey McDougal, who Charlotte ends up dating. And I believe he was a cardiologist. Something, doctor. I don't know if they mention it here, but I think later on they mention it. Then there's Dr. Mark Raskin. He's an ear, nose, and throat doctor. He's an otorhinolaryngologist. I, uh, and Samantha dates him. Don't remember him. <laughs> then there's Lynn Schneider, who is Samantha's 
next door neighbor oh, who's a hippie. Old dude. Yeah. Keep it moving. And then Adam Ball, who Samantha dated, aka Funky Spark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're up. All right. So come on, come on. So we seriously want mm-hmm. to talk about the ongoing relationships. And we couldn't possibly go too far without starting with the Carrie Love Triangle. Actually, shouldn't it be like a quadrilateral because Natasha's there? Oh, yeah. The <laughs> Carrie Quadrilateral. <laughs> so, early in the season, about or third episode, we find out that Big and Natasha are married. Good for them. How cute. That's wonderful. <laughs> um... So good for them. That's, that's that part of the uh, shape. Now, Carrie, <laughs> let's talk about Carrie and Aiden, okay? Can I just start off by saying I was afraid I wouldn't love Aiden as much as I always thought? I was afraid oh, he was really? going to be too good and not seem real. I've loved Aiden since day one, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's, it's something about it, like the way we've been now like really digging into the show and dissecting the show, I'm looking at some characters yeah. differently, right? right? I was afraid mm-hmm. I was about to be like, Barf. <laughs> but I'm not. I still love him. No. So He's just wonderful in every so way. Wonderful. Oh my I god, really I love him so much. I understand. Live for you. Um so four dates in. Carrie is a horny horn dog. <laughs> and she is ready to and get them draws. That's fine. That that's fine. If fine. you're sexually attracted to somebody, it's fine that you want to have sex with them. Great. It is not fine, however, to act like it's the end of the doggone world if they ain't trying to do it. Like, she, you can have a discussion. You can't be no brat about it. Like, right. I'm trying to get you these drugs. No, you Who can have does a that? honest discussion and be like, you know, we've been kicking in, feeling you, you feeling me. I just wanted to see if you feel like this is along the way i don't know maybe that felt right. too forward but still you can have an open discussion without even coming off forward dare you hold on right. are you waiting for marriage i don't know but at least find out but do you really ask that question a week and a half in? not a week and a half in now okay i remember we've always said we don't know what four days equals so we're looking <laughs> at it being a week and a half i'm really like yeah this discussion is so unnecessary <laughs> it's so unnecessary if four days is for a month you know, because dates can't happen that frequent all the time. If it's right. three months, I don't know. Then I'm like, I understand why you could have a conversation. Are we going to have? I don't know you. No, that's crazy to me. Aiden is being everything she wanted. Everything she mm-hmm. wanted from Big. I wanted him to do and be like and be all loving and warm and want to be around her. Everything she wanted from Big, Aiden is giving her. She's like, ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, thank you. Him. I don't understand. Is this not what you wanted? This was handed to you. Right. <laughs> you didn't do no work. And it was, it was doing it. organically happened. Organically. You didn't have to pout and cry for him to go, oh, this is what you want. He was doing it on his own. This was honestly probably the best meet cute on the show ever. It was. It was. It was just great. Their and flirting she, was good. 
photo yeah. album. It wasn't too much. It was like just nice. Yeah. And she just pisses all over it. <laughs> I don't, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. I mean, he made you get up on your Sunday. You're about to chill. Stanford trying to get you to come out. You ain't want to come out. You see a picture of Aiden. You left out that chair. Right. You go down there. He lives up to what you expected, basically, and more. And you're still like, mm. I don't know. I just, I feel like something's wrong. Yeah, something's wrong with you in your right. head. Actually says to him that she thinks that she and Aiden are too available for each other. That was the point. Well, I, I kid you not, I literally sighed just like I did and paused my TV and held my head in my hands like, what the hell is she talking about? Because I'm about to take you on a trip back two seasons. Okay. 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 I'm ready. When she met a Mr. Bloop Big. <laughs> I said his real name. Um, when she met Big and she said, we together like every waking moment pretty much. We just mm-hmm. all up under each other and I can't get enough. My friends mm-hmm. don't even know I exist anymore. Mm-hmm. But Aiden is just like, hey, want to go out and get some coffee? And she's like, I can't. (laughs) You're suffocating me. (laughs) It's too much. I don't want to marry you. Like, she was ridiculous. And what did he do? What did he do? He backed off. Mm-hmm. He backed off and gave her space, and she said, "Are you just not gonna call me no more?" <laughs> what kills me is she said, <laughs> "She said this is too much. We're too available. You suffocate me. I can't breathe. I need a break." I'm a. He said. Then he said, "Okay, cool." And she said, "Okay, I'm not gonna see you this weekend." He's like, "All right, cool. You're not gonna see me this weekend. Not even twelve hours go by, and she's pacing, chain smoking. Like, what is her problem?" Check. Oh my God! Really? Forgive me. Did I, I'm, not, I'm not jumping ahead. Didn't he want her because his parents were coming to town? Yes. He wanted uh-huh. her to meet them. She's losing her mind. She even admitted it. that's right because she admitted it. I was pissed when Big wouldn't introduce me to his mom. Uh huh. Aiden is saying it on his own, and I'm losing yep. my mind. Yep. What is it too? And then what? And she never once said, "Is it too good to be true?" She just said, "It's too much." She is one of those broads who just can't handle a good person and just wait for bad crap to happen and then self-sabotage. Yeah. And she like, and I don't like bad boys, but then she has to go for the bad boy. But that's who you're going Or the guy who's completely emotionally unavailable to you. Not to the chick he ended up marrying who's 15 years younger than you. Right. Beige. why do you and I would I was about to lie to myself and say maybe all this is happening maybe Aiden feels like too much even though it's what she wanted from Big maybe this is because she's truly in love with Big but no Mm -mm. while I think she may have been in love with Big when they were together I don't think that's what it is right now I think it really Mm -mm. is what you said she needs to be mistreated a little bit she needs it to be a challenge she needs just this darkness in a way it's just like the other guy i can't remember his name right now but the one who she went through his stuff yes it's just like that 
I'm not doing anything to hurt you. I don't seem secretive, but you going through my job. Right. Everything Aiden is doing seems to be irking her. <laughs> and I don't understand why. I, it, I'm completely gobsmacked. Like, why is this? Why is this bothering you? It would be different if she said if it was like Samantha, who's the kind of person who's like, "Hey, yo, like, dude, go home. You ain't gotta be out of my space. I call you when I want to be with you." Right? No, she wants somebody there with her all the time. They're doing stuff all the time. She forgets she has friends. She wants that. But when he gives it to her, without her asking, without her asking, she wants she wants to be abused. She, she that's what it. she wants. It's true. Like, I I hate to say it like like that, but she it, it is true. Like the self sabotage and like feeling down, it feels natural to her. She needs mm-hmm. somebody to like question her, you know, question her and make her doubt herself. Needs somebody yep. to just keep her down a little bit. Yep, Aiden was lifting her up too much. That was crazy. I'm sorry. I need me, Aiden. You psh, lift me up. Let's go. Who wouldn't you know? want an Aiden? And I'm not Who just saying that. Who wouldn't want an Aiden? I'm not even just saying that. I promise you. <sighs> so okay, we gotta get big. As you know, had called her and she heard she heard piece of his voicemail. She tried well answer machine. She tried to ignore it, <laughs> but he, this fool shows up anyway, looking like. He drunk, beat down, looking crazy. Like he'd been stalking her. Like he'd been stalking her. He looked out of his mind. Aiden just walked out the door. Could have seen him. By the way, Aiden said, I'm about to go down to the Korean. I thought that was weird. I even had to run it back. Like he said. Mm-mm. But um, mm. while well, he at the Korean, apparently. <laughs> Big comes up talking to her and like, oh, I'm losing my And I was like, I thought about it. I'd never seen Big look so effed up. And he actually even said, mm-hmm. I'm effed up right now. And it's like, mm-hmm. don't fall into this crap. He's effed up. Good. How long you been effed up? How long you been walking exactly. around looking crazy? Exactly. But not only that, like, why isn't she, how does, how does, how does Aiden not know about her ex? How does he not know? She talks he may about not know what he looks like with everybody all the time. She just never right. opens up to Aiden. He may not know what he looks like. He may only know the name, but shouldn't he know he exists in the world? He should. Like, going by her character, yes. Going by who she is as a person, I find she hard tells to everybody damn business. Right. But you can't tell this man about your ex. And you know he's still burning in the back of her mind. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Even shoot, after he showed up that day, maybe that should have been the first time he talked about. It. I just let you yeah. know. I, I mean, I don't understand why she wouldn't. While you were gone, my crazy ex came over. Right, here. I would have felt violated if dude just showed up. Talking about, I'm, I'm downstairs. I know you home. Oh, uh, sorry. Me? That was me? that was scary. We know how people are. We know how men do women all the time. Yes. You downstairs, okay? Clearly, if I didn't call you back, I don't want to talk to you. You just roll up at my apartment. Mm-mm. No, dude, that's not. Wait that's for how my boyfriend get, to leave. Exactly. That's how people get shot or get the police called right. on. Right. So gross. I've never. Uh, why? I, why are they writing? Yeah, that. Anything? This was like I probably did the first few times I watched it, but just, I don't remember because it was so long ago. But like, like you said, as we watch it now, and you're really dick looking at people. I'm like, this is why people hate him. Right. I'm seeing it. This is why people don't like that character. Right. So, at the 
Aiden has a furniture show and carries his booth, bitch, like helping him out, <laughs> keeping it organized. Can I everything. just say they were so inappropriate for that to be a business Hello? situation? She's up they were on he's between her legs and start making out. And they're very loudly saying, I'm your booth, bitch. Right. Like, oh, uh, people are still right. walking by. Right. I'm about to buy it's that. I'm not now. Exactly. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs> um, this is what she brings out of Aiden, apparently. Um, but anyway, Big happens to come by and she ducks like with Natasha. She sees him first and she ducks trying to hide from him and he ends up walking over there. And, um, excuse me. <laughs> So she's talking to them like a little bit, shooting it up. Oh, shooting it up. What? <laughs> Chopping it up. And um, Aiden had walked away. He comes back. Like he had walked away to get coffee for them. And he comes back, he had her coffee. And she introduced him. But she like weird about it. At first, she wasn't going to introduce him. And she introduced and says who Aiden is, but not who. I mean, sorry, says who Aiden is at first. And then he was mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't catch y'all names. And so she's like, oh, these are my friends. At the time, she was looking like, oh, I'm not your friend. You're these right. Natasha was like, bitch, Natasha what did that happen? And big. <laughs> and she splashes her drink on big. Can I just say, this is my one of my absolute favorite moments. <laughs> because she splashes the drink so awkwardly. I don't understand how she even did it. I'm trying to watch her wrist. How did she do that? She's hot coffee on him. And she's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. And she said, is it hot? And he goes, <laughs> well, it ain't cold. <laughs> <laughs> the way he said it, well, it ain't cold. <laughs> oh, I died. Um, but anyway. She Did I skip a part? Not really. Oh, it's you still the same question. Thing. Sorry, I jumped ahead of Yeah. Me. She she lied about who they were. She lied about I, I don't who understand they were. why. Why? What? Why did she feel the need? If you felt awkward in this moment, say it's my ex and his wife. Right. First of all, he should know who he was. Like we already said, right? He should know right. discussion. So when she said his name, this is John Preston. Oh, hello. You know right, I mean? right. I can right. put two and two together. Why are you leaving me in the dark? She introduced Aiden like he was just her homeboy in a way. Like, right, oh, she did. She did. He designed the furniture. I'm his booth, bitch. Right. No, 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 no. <sighs> um. So big. It was there. Was it the same? Yeah, it was okay. same place. So big. He is all drunk. He come over to tell her that the tell Carrie that the marriage it's not working. He rolls a piece of paper. It's not working. He was a mess. He was a child. And everything. Natasha is beige, beige, beige. Oh, you that just dawned on you? That's funny. We talked about this already. So the question, question, question. Why is Big so unhappy with Natasha? Is it because he wants Carrie back? And if so, why? It's because Natasha is beige, which means Natasha's not about that drama. That's what it is. Carrie is all about the wild hair and the drama and why don't you love me and why don't you push me out the bed and how come I can't have a toothbrush? Natasha like, I got a toothbrush. Right. He likes 
He's just as sloppy and messy as Carrie. Exactly. She, Natasha don't have time for this. Like, she's not, exactly. it's not even in her. If he comes in trying to start drawing, I bet she's like, that's cool. I bet she just lets what? everything just slide over. I bet she did too. What kills me is, Natasha's 25. And I, seriously, I'm really not trying to rag on people who are under 30, but we know how a lot of people under 30 are. You're, you're under 30s, it's drama time. Right. And that and that's for everybody. I don't know anybody who is not was not like a crazy lunatic before they turned 30. So for her to have her stuff together and not be on that. Right. But Carrie is old as dirt and still acting crazy, like still running around her underwear in the middle of the street. Like He loves that. Uh, you know, paying seven thousand dollars for shoes when she didn't even pay rent. Right, right. <sighs> I must, I must, I must say something that after thinking about it, I might be offended by these days. But I used to always basically tell myself, but I'll, I'll, I'll reword how I used to say it. Both men are like big, and they want that drama. Mm-hmm. I feel like not all, definitely not all, but most men like a little bit of. They find exciting, right? And so you know, I've been the boring beige person. I tried it; didn't work for me. No one's into it. No one likes that. (laughs) Why are you not calling me and bothering me? Why are you not (laughs) crying about me? Why do you just seem completely like okay? They don't like that. Okay, stuff. They don't like when you cool with everything. They actually don't. They don't. And I don't mean being the cool girl and faking. I mean actually, legitimately being like okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going out. All right. Bye. <laughs> See you later. Not like I don't want you to. I do actually. Could right. You go? It's great. <laughs> then I can have the house to myself. Right. <laughs> they don't like that, and it, Natasha did come off like that. Like she had her own life, her own lane. Yeah, she wanted to be with him, but she wasn't hung up on him in the same way. Carrie right. Was. Right. Um, that's what it is I had a friend uh, years ago who told me um, he was dating some girl we I worked with him so like we had known he was dating girls off and on blah 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 she was dating this new girl and really liked her and um, we happened we were all out one day and we were all like so how's it going blah 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 he was like you know she's nice and she's cool and she's really pretty and smart but she just doesn't make me gaga Mm. and I've always remembered this Cause everybody was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Ah," oh. I said, "Do you know what Gaga?" And he's like, "What do you mean?" I said, "Gaga run your credit up. Gaga steals your car. Gaga slashes your tires. Gaga puts a brick through your door. Right? You don't want that. You want beige. Trust me, you want beige. But you're right. Men don't get it. Like, as much as they say they don't want somebody crazy." They kind of really secretly do. So Carrie, you know, makes this big deal about Aiden not wanting to sleep with her. And then she made a big deal. Huh? About they not took a bath together. Yeah. Right. So at the end of the day, she cheats on him with Big. Why? <laughs> but because she idiot we already answered it honestly it's that drama still it's like she just Mm -hmm. had to mess it up and she just had to self-sabotage sabotage yep yep 
sure he doesn't know, but you just get you couldn't even give yourself to Aiden. First of all, you upset that he like trying to fix your house up. I didn't even get that. That made my head explode. Is she a renter anyway? Maybe she's like, oh my gosh, I had to pay hefty deposit on this. <laughs> you have to pay money. No. The the person who owned that spot was like, Thank you. Right. <laughs> we needed it. I've been trying to get in here and do that. She won't let me. <laughs> um Actually, it kind of brings us to, I'm sorry, I feel like you were answering, but it ties in together. Are we supposed to believe that Aiden improving Carrie's life instead of detracting her from it or detracting from it is what made her cheat? Are we supposed to believe that this better person trying to help her? And I asked that question because I feel like that's how it was written. Like nothing that happened to me led up to her cheating on him with big of all people. With big had she met some rando who was crazy hot and she just had to have it, I would have believed that before I believed Big. After everything he put her through, she has the exact polar opposite of him, fixing up her life, waiting for her, trusting her 100%, giving her everything she needs and more, and she sleeps with this douchebag? With him. No. It was too easy. He disrespected her. Like He disrespected her at every turn. I can't every say anything good turn. about him right now. Here's the thing. The people I have friends who I talk about the show all the time with, and I always, I don't, I think they feel like I'm defending Big. I don't defend Big. I think Big is an ass. What I defend is she's just as bad as he is, and I think they deserve each other for that reason. Because I've never seen two people more sloppy, (laughs) you know, more undeserving of true happiness in my life. They deserve each other. They certainly shouldn't bring anybody else down. Nobody else. It makes no sense that he has been married to Natasha for eight months and his reason for not wanting to be with her is because she's beige. Right. What the hell does that even mean, And don't mean, come big? my direction with that, though. Right. You know how many... First of all, it's big. We know how many ex-girlfriends he has on the island of Manhattan. Right. Why are you coming to me? Ah, it's ridiculous. Pissing me off. Um, it was one of my questions. When Aiden is fixing a, uh, Carrie's place up, she decides, oh, I'm going to stay at the hotel because I got to be a big baby about this. I'm about to go stay at the hotel, and then if Big shows up at her hotel, she's like, how you know where I'm at? Aiden told Big where she was at. Well, see, that's the thing. That? He was so freaking trusting, he probably didn't think anything of it. Maybe he thought that dude she, he was crazy. I know you met him at the art maybe show, he, the furniture show, but. Yeah, maybe he thought, oh, I bet his wife. He seemed like a cool person. Obviously, they're friends. I, I don't get it. I, I, you, after Chris would have done it. Oh, nobody got to know would have done that. <laughs> I'm, going, I, I'm, I'm just here for some dollars. Go on, get her. Tell her I said what's up. <laughs> what? I don't know. I bet he kicked himself in the behind. After yeah. Hey, go it. ahead and go put your dog in her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God. Um, I feel like we, we said the last. We pretty much covered that last one. Why yeah, didn't... we can sort of talk about that later because yeah. somebody else has had a yeah. uh, one of our listeners had a question regarding that. Okay, you want me to do Miranda and Steve? Sure. 
okay, so Miranda and Steve, who I felt like to me was the real super couple of the show, um, are still having a lot of issues. Bumps. So they're they're friends in the beginning of the season, and just friends. Um, but who can happen to stumble into bed and have sex sometimes? No biggie. No biggie. <laughs> hey, that's your flavor. Do it. I don't care. So Miranda has to get LASIK surgery, and she needs somebody to pick her up. And Steve is like, hey, I'm, I'm there. Let me know. She's like, no, because she wants to not cause confusion and not make him think it's more than it is because Steve's an idiot, apparently. I don't want him to think it's something that it's not. So, no, I'll just have Carrie do it. But Carrie, being the great friend that she is, like... can't do it all of a sudden. So she calls because, Steve. Because, like, she got to write something to do. You ain't know that when you agree to do this? Right. She's so full of crap. She's, like, the worst friend, man. It bothers me because sometimes she's such a good friend. Right. But then sometimes she's such a diabolically bad friend that you're like, ah! Right. How is anybody friends with you? Um. So, like I said, she calls Steve. And then Steve shows up and helps her and stays with her through the night. To make sure she's okay. Steve's like, I don't know how he puts up with her nonsense sometimes. So they finally, she finally opens up to him and they're getting along and they're really having a really good relationship. And she tells him how much she cares about him. And um, he wants to move in together and she's skeptical. But then somehow he wins her over and they end up moving <laughs> in together and fall into a, a relationship routine that she now has an issue with. And later tells him she's suffocating. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> right. What, what did you think of her telling him she's suffocating? I thought, how? How already? <laughs> like, because he's. This, li- I he guess for there. her, I guess for her it was time served because they had been pseudo dating for so long that he was always over her place. So then once he moved in, it became, I can't take it anymore. Like, I don't even understand how her mind works. I don't either. So they're not, their relationship for all that it was good in the beginning sort of begins to sour. They're constantly arguing. She is not supportive of anything that he does. He's going to take this million dollar half court shot or something and she's all, it's just a shot and you're not going to make it. And he finally is fed up and goes off on her about how she looks, she thinks, she thinks down on him. She's not supportive. What kind of girlfriend is she? I don't know about you, but I was damn proud of him in that moment. Right. Because that seemed like a year of frustration that he just unleashed upon her. Right. <laughs> you know? Especially because she out. played him on the basketball thing. Okay, I might yeah. not make it, but it's asking you to come down here with me. Like, for real? Right. She right. Could say, I couldn't say, oh, understand. I'm busy. I'm so sorry. Work is crazy. But she didn't have to bring in how stupid his idea was. Right. It's always like, I've noticed this thing with her from the beginning. Like, it's always like what's going on in her life is more important than anything else, even her relationship with whomever she's with. And this is not just... Steve. It's just that Steve is the only other person who's been enough into her for him to have a problem with her not having time for him. But 
this is how she is and I don't understand it. You, I don't feel like you can be that way and then bemoan the fact that you don't have a relationship. Right. It You can't pick a struggle. You cannot have both. So Steve wants to have a baby. Was it just me? Or did I come out of nowhere? I really did. Like, I see a baby at what? the restaurant, so I think we should have one. And what was really weird about that restaurant situation is she was really, like, she was kind of nasty. And I, I, I think that's the kind of attitude to sort of expect from Samantha. And even when Samantha's being that kind of nasty and rude, it doesn't sound quite as bad as Miranda was doing it. Right. I was just like, But then she was like, like I right want a baby. You. you do? <laughs> you do? But you're awful. <laughs> you say terrible things about babies. You, you can't want one. So they end up getting a dog. And yes, she always did have a cat, uh, Fatty. Remember, he was going to eat her face off like Mrs. Ng when she oh, first right, moved into right. the apartment. Okay. Yeah. So they end up getting a dog. And she doesn't want a dog. She doesn't want a baby. She doesn't want a dog. And she tells Steve, I don't think this will work because it'll be just me doing it. And sure enough, it is sort of just her doing it. But I have to question, is it her just doing it? Like the one scene we see is the dog is moaning and what whimpering or whatever it is they do and Steve is fast asleep and she wakes up and then she you know makes him get up and she's yelling at him about it and my thing is okay put the pillow over your head like <laughs> the dog wasn't dying I didn't understand why she had to be that upset about it the dog is making noise nudge him to wake him up so he can get the dog this time and then go about your business uh, because she already felt suffocated Really, like since she yeah. already felt that this art is only taking her down more, and then maybe I do want to have a baby with you, but if this is what it's gonna be like, nah, I can't. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, even if they had a better relationship, that's how it'd be because he's a bartender and she's a high powered lawyer who works 60 hours a week. Even in a best relationship, that's how it would happen because the opposite schedules no i don't think it's fair for her to be awake and he's knocked out like why can't but she is be he, up too but is he knocked out because she's a light sleeper possible but it's not wrong for her to be frustrated about that no know? i'm not saying that i'm saying elbow him in the ribs the dog is making noise Going to the living room with the dog. I'm going to sleep. Right. I didn't understand why I was the guy. <laughs> and rip the covers off and, and yell at him. I'm like, why is all this necessary? I don't know any. I don't know many grownups who like to get yelled at. Right, right. Man, you know, man or woman or ex. I don't know many grownups who want to get yelled at. Right. And you can't tell me you love me and then keep yelling at me. That's not cute. It ain't going to work. Um... So, do you think Steve was an asshole about the baby situation? Because Miranda is so negative and unsupportive. Well, when did you think he was? I, I guess I didn't think he was. It was about... He kept asking about the baby. Well, after... Something with the dog happened. And then, like, remember, they, she said, he said, we want a baby. She said, no, we can't have a baby. This is before the dog. I want to have a baby. Well, I don't think we should have a baby. And she couched it. 
No more discussion. And then I think when they were out at the restaurant, he was like, well, you can't be like that if we're going to have a baby. Oh, so you And mean I'm like, like just... that's kind of a okay. dick move, dude. She just okay. said she want to have a baby. Right. Do you think he kept egging it, pushing, you know, picking with it because she was so unsupportive of him? Or do you think he didn't get it? I think he didn't get it, honestly. I think he didn't get it and he can't. He really was just trying to be like playful and didn't understand that even his jokes were, were making it worse. Yeah. Poor Steve. Sometimes. Right. <laughs> do you think, because they end up breaking up, do you think their relationship could have been salvaged? Not by having a baby, oh, not by no. having a dog. Do you think if they had both sat there and really put in the work, do you think the relationship could have been oh, salvaged? Definitely. I agree with it when Steve said, there's good stuff here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, I feel like you, you, both of you, each of you let one different idea, whatever it was, get an, let an idea get in your head and fester. Mm-hmm. I feel like once they kind of, if she could have worked through, like, look, the baby's not going to happen right now. Right. The dog is probably not a good idea right now. You know what I mean? I feel like they could have worked it through and he would have been like, cool. But right. because they weren't, for some reason, stopped being, talking to each other and kind of started talking at each other. That's why mm-hmm. they start having a problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it bothered me because that was a relationship I really liked. I, I felt like he was a good balance for her. Great. But, you know, oh, well, what you going to do? Feeling left out? Do you feel like everyone except for you is watching it? You know what I'm talking about. Game of Thrones. White Walkers? What are they? Why? Oh, that's easy. You can get them by... Wait. Spoiler alert, haven't seen it yet. Who's Khaleesi? You're hopeless. Vladimir What? Good grief. What the heck is a red wedding? You sweet summer child. Okay. Seriously? Mmm, that Jon Snow looks pretty tasty. In the cannibalistic He knows nothing, but you're right. Alrighty then. If you're tired of being on the outside looking in, join the conversation when we start catching up on Game of Thrones. We're going back to season one to discuss the reactions of our sweet summer child Show. that hasn't had the pleasure of enjoying one of the best shows on TV. Show. But it shall. It shall. She's, She's a, a sweet, sweet summer child. Winter is coming. Wait, was it really in a cannibalistic way? Like, are, are we serious? Okay, and we're back. Um, So some of the... just. Some quick standout moments from the season, things we enjoyed or maybe just somehow didn't really notice before. Um, so it's revealed that Carrie is registered to vote, and I was not surprised. Um, <laughs> and Samantha votes for the cutest candidate. What would she do? That means she, that means she never votes. That means she never votes. How does she possibly decide? And not in New York City, she ain't vote. <laughs> um. And when they're actually, they're voting about the hottest firemen yeah. in Staten Island. And uh, Samantha has a line and she says, I'd like to show him my lower Manhattan. And of course, Charlotte, ew. Ew. I love her face. He says, ew. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where she, uh, Carrie had met um, Roger Sterling. I'm just kidding. Bill Kelly. And um, they start dating and because he's a politician she changed her look because she was dating him and it was a nice look 
it was a nice look. It was a good look. It wasn't like, oh, you started doing that. It was like, oh. right. <laughs> yeah. So Carrie, remember, she was dating the younger guy, Sean, and he'd revealed to her that he's bisexual. So, and this is episode four. And she's having a conversation with the girls about bisexuality. And she says she doesn't believe in it. She says that it's the layover on the way to gay town. And they all say, except for Samantha, they all say sort of things like, well, yeah, he's going to end up with a man. And yeah, that he's practically gay. And, 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 and I can admit something, right? Ms. Right, I agree. I can admit it's not a concept I always fully understood. So I didn't necessarily believe in it either. But it took age, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And having an open mind to understand that you can be sexually sexually attracted to both sexes well any kind of sex so it's not that i wanted them to be enlightened enough to get that it's that i just didn't like how they were saying it right and it's almost like the writers themselves were writing how they felt and it just made me very uncomfortable right and i don't know how uncomfortable i felt the first time i saw it I probably ignored it for the most part. Because like, some of the stuff I was like, I don't remember this happening. Um, but yeah. Did you, you better say something? Did you want to keep on this? Because this wasn't one. We we do list out or discuss the things that make us cringe <laughs> in 2016. Yeah. We could, we could keep on with this one. Um, It made me, this probably made me cringe more than, or feel weird, more than any of the other topics, believe it or not. While, I, while the other yeah. two did make me feel like, hmm. I think I did notice this one more because I don't even remember this episode. <laughs> like, this was one of the right. few that, I, for some reason, I just don't remember it well. Um, so, of course, when they were discussing it, I was like, what? I didn't understand. It was like you said, I guess is how the writers feel. Um, mm-hmm. And it was the 90s. It is a little different. We're, you know, getting, what, close to 20 years later. So, I do understand that people have different viewpoints and how they would discuss these things now. So, that's why I was like, ugh, why are you doing this? Right. But, She's a sex columnist, though. So that's what made right. me like, what? I didn't get it. Like, you're a sex columnist. How are you? How do you even have this mindset? And and my thing was, it went past her friends. Like, she's out with him, right? Going to the party of his ex boyfriend, who's now married to a man, and they both used to date other women who are now married to each other. And she had a big to do about it, like. I don't understand. Like he's married to her and she's married to him. And I don't understand. And how does this work? And then they play spin the bottle. And she ended up having to kiss one of the women. And she was upset. Like she was like, Oh no, I don't want to play. And then when the woman kissed her, she got up and left. How you have such a huge hang up about something when you're a sex columnist. It makes no sense. My thing was how uncomfortable she got. And how kind of offensive she was with it, too. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't, to me, the two things didn't go together. Like, mm-hmm. you only write about your own sexual experience or your own mm-hmm. friends' sexual experiences. Actually, specific friends. You Do you talk about Stanford's at all? You know what I mean? So right. I just don't understand, like, how you were so closed-minded. It just, oh, I'm sorry. I said it made me uncomfortable and I keep talking about it. But it did. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. It was. So weird. Um, um, okay, so we realize 
even though we should know this, that Stanford <laughs> is the reason that Carrie met Aiden. Um, what? Who knew? Thank you, Stanford. <laughs> she should Thank be you thanking you every day. Into our lives. <laughs> Hello. Um, we also learned that Stanford has the same hangups that the ladies have, but I don't think he has a hangup. <laughs> I don't, okay, it's hard because it's like, I don't want to say it's a hang-up, but for the way I explain it, I explain it in two ways. I feel like TV tends to paint gay people like they're all sexual deviants and they're going to have sex no matter what and they don't care about standards when that's not the case. Oh, like, right. they're just like everybody else. Like, if you have dolls oh. thrown across your bed, I don't want to be with you. That was his thing. Like, that's my line. So that's what I meant by that. Oh, okay. But also the um, what did I see a minute ago? I lose my train of thought so fast. Um, also that he just just basically he has standards. You didn't think he had standards? No, I no, I'm not saying I'm. Well, every other time we've seen Stanford, he's been. DTF, like he's been at a club in his underwear, <laughs> or hook me up with this guy, hook me up with that guy. He doesn't talk oh. about, maybe we don't see him as somebody who wants a relationship because he's not talking about marriage because that's not a thing that gay people could have in the 90s. Right, realistic, right, right. So maybe that's Honestly, why. Carrie also like, doesn't care about how he feels. She doesn't. <laughs> and that got me thinking about how Stanford is one of my favorite characters. Like, we just don't see enough of him. Just and it don't. really bothers me. Like, how does she just not hang out with Sam? He's only around to feed her story, and it really bothers me. Yes, I needed more Stanford. He should have a spinoff. He should have. Um, I did love the moment when the rest of the ladies admitted that they don't like Carrie smoking. Mm-hmm. That they were like, ugh, please quit. It's so disgusting. It's 1991 ever. Stop doing this to How yourself. How did she not know? How did she not know? Because um, she was in a nicotine haze. She wasn't even paying attention. She can tell everybody around her hated it. I couldn't have done it. Oh, um, no, she couldn't have been my friend. The guy that Miranda had dated before, who was like abusive and creepy and scary, he gave her chlamydia. Poor Stevie Pooh, when he had to get tested, he was so scared. <laughs> Look, I cringed. I cringed. I cried. I did my too much toes curled up. <laughs> I. That's what I Samantha started to think that she was going through menopause and the girls had to comfort her and she had to admit to them that she's a little older than <laughs> I was cracking up. They were all like, oh, oh, oh you don't. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, and Carrie, not news at all, but she just shows oh. it more and more just how selfish and rude she is. She really does. She shows it more and more each season to me. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of examples. She goes to the opera with Charlotte, but because she spotted big way across yonder, she just leaves her. Yonder. Why you just leave her? And then you go call Miranda at three in the morning. She likes Steve sleep. Anyway, uh, me, 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 me. I don't care that you're trying to sleep at three in the morning. I'm just going to talk about me. I don't even understand how Carrie has friends. I don't understand how Carrie continues to have relationships. She just doesn't really care about other people's time. Um, and then um, as Char- Charlotte and Trey are continuing to date and she's saying how much she really wants to get engaged, 
and they get engaged because he, she said, I love how the proposal went down. She said, we should get married. He goes, all right. All right. <laughs> and then she was upset. And my only thing was, but you did it. You did it. You Why did you just let you it naturally happen? mother does to him. And rest right. your hand on his arm to get him to do what you want. Why do you want him to do what the mom's doing? Because she's what a weirdo. We're parents. She's the <laughs> She admitted she, she wanted to do like her dad. She wants to do it in their bed. She has <laughs> fantasies about him. What's up with her? She got parent issues. Ooh. Parent fetish. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness. That made me laugh. Okay, a couple <laughs> funny moments. Um, <laughs> to get um, Samantha to stop talking about sex, Charlotte tells her the people next to them at the restaurant have a child. <laughs> Samantha turns and like scrunches her nose and goes, "Well, that's their choice." <laughs> I just thought her delivery was like, "So right, I, I don't care." <laughs> um. When Charlotte is telling them that the guy calls her a whore in bed, and she's like, "I nobody wants to marry a whore." She goes, "Oh please, if you're a whore, what am I?" And she looks at Carrie and Miranda, and they both look away. And Samantha looks like, "Well, damn." I like that Charlotte continued talking like Samantha and saying, "Anyway," she's like, "Uh, "We're not even gonna touch that one." Um. So out at brunch, Samantha announces she's dating a guy with funky tasting, funky tasting spunk. And Charlotte, they all look at each other, and then Charlotte grabs her purse and storms oh, out of the please. restaurant. I thought that was the most hilarious. She just left. I thought she was just gonna walk away. No, she left. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> and and but so I have a question about this before we before I finish my the rest my last funny moment. It's oh so when is it is there like a time limit a time frame for talking about sex because right. when she wanted to discuss him calling her a whore when it's she when he time. orgasms that was a okay right that's because it was after five right no it's because Samantha so, was talking like honestly exactly that's all. exactly that's all it's not the conversation I would have liked to have over brunch. But hey, and like she says, like she says to them, if, who else am I supposed to talk to about this? And they're like, well, nobody. She's like, but you're my friends. Like, right. Who the hell else am I supposed to talk to right. about this? I'm going to just act like this is normal. <laughs> right. It's funky, damn it. <laughs> okay, so at the, la- the last one. Oh, you already said the last mm-hmm. one. When Carrie splashes her coffee on Big. Um, let's alternate these uh, fav- favorite okay. lines. Um, so when they are taking the ferry over to Staten Island, which I'm going to comment on just quickly, <laughs> Miranda looks back over at Manhattan and she says, who would have thought an island that tiny will be big enough to hold all of our boyfriends? And they're all looking like, hmm. <laughs> but my comment to that real quick is they're on the ferry and they're like on the outside part, shivering their buns off. Do they just like to complain? Because mm-hmm. you could go on the inside yes. part. Yes. You're just going to stand yes! here and be like, oh. Oh, it's, it's so cold. Why are you out here? It's a, it's a combination of like to complain and think they're too good to be around the commoners it's who on the inside. Okay. I gotta be out here with the cold wind blowing through my hair. I don't think so. <laughs> right. I go in there and smell some pee first. Exactly. <laughs> um, 
So Charlotte says, when they're at, on Staten Island, there are no dateable men in here. And Miranda says, what was your first clue? The pleather jackets or the smell of high karate? <laughs> um, when they're talking about the firemen and Samantha, like it's like all oh, hot and horny for the, a fireman there. <laughs> Um, and starts hanging with him. And Carrie says, Samantha's rescue fantasy was suddenly something she needed to be rescued from. Because <laughs> Samantha embarrassed herself exactly by being naked at the firehouse. Except she and had to somebody's do gear. gear on. And he's like, take it off, lady! <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny! Get out of my gear! <laughs> oh my goodness. Fire. She's the queen of bad decisions. Right. Like, I'm finally seeing why she and Carrie are friends. Ugh. Right. That I Bad understand. I understand their friendship. Never questioned that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Carrie tells Miranda to make a Steve for one kind list if she wants to be with him. Miranda says, that's so judgmental. And Carrie says, Miranda, you are judgmental. Why don't you put it to good use? Good idea, Carrie. Oh, oh, Stanford. <laughs> Stanford tells Carrie he about to leave to go to the vagina monologue. She's like, why? And he said, just because I don't eat at the restaurant doesn't mean I can't hear the special. Stanford <laughs> <laughs> yeah, has like the best line. to but Carrie says I'm like freaking Annie get your clothes on <laughs> what? I don't either I don't remember what reference it was I don't either <laughs> um, Miranda is telling the girls about how Magda be moving things around in her goodie drawer <laughs> and she says to Charlotte what's in your goodie drawer Robert's rules of order <laughs> <laughs> Because Charlotte says she doesn't have a goodie drawer. Right. Carrie says everybody has a goodie drawer. And Samantha says, I have a goodie closet. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's a guy hanging in it. Right. That's who I thought of. <laughs> um, Stanford says to them, when you're gay, everyone can wear everyone's underwear. <laughs> and another rare Charlotte funny moment. She goes, that's hygienic. <laughs> Okay, so Samantha, I don't get it. Did he want to fuck you or floss you? <laughs> what was happening there? I can't remember what, what happened right there. I don't, remember this I don't remember the next one either. I don't either. I'm going to have to look that up because I don't remember that one. The next one? No, that's you, the next one. I, don't, I just don't remember this. They practically chased me with forces like I was fucking fine. For, no. That should say, um, oh. torches. Oh. I swear it is. I, <laughs> I thought so, and I should have corrected it, but because I don't remember the reference, I'm sorry, listeners. They practically chased me with torches like I was fucking signed. Was this at the apartment? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and the last one, um, not, not funny, just a favorite line because it's Aiden. And she's trying to explain to him, you know, 
what the problem is with him being too available. And she, he says, Carrie, it's okay. I have a life. I was just making room for you. She does not deserve she this. Does. I was making room for you. I'm not mad that we had this distance. I'm not mad when we together. Like, oh, I can't. I can't. Ah, she just sucks so hard. Um, she sucks so hard. No, we're gonna. We already talked about one of them, but there, like we said, there were three things that we agree made us cringe watching it in 2016. Uh, one of them was the conversation about sexuality and just how close-minded they really kind of seemed, especially Carrie. Mm-hmm. Um, another one being the conversation about height when Samantha was dating the short guy, shorter guy. What were your thoughts on that? They used the M word. I know, Which right? I uh, and I was like, uh, and then they're like just kind of going too deep for me. Um, right. And they said something about, I think you're a little person if you're under five feet. And I'm like, that's not, it's not makes you a little person, but okay. Right. Sure. Common thought. I hear it all the time. Yeah. I've heard that. Right. Several times we don't understand that like, there are so many things that go into being a little person, but okay, go ahead and keep right spreading that crap. I just thought it was, I thought it was, it was rude. I just, it bothered me. Not this is a short person, just in general. It was just like, that's just unnecessary. First, they used the M word, which I hate. But just the way they were talking about that person, I was just like, did he deserve all this? Right. How did he deserve it? Why, why did you bring him to the party? Why did you bring right. to discard him or whatever? Like, right. why do you think just... that he's so much beneath you? I just... But it felt very 90s. It felt very correct. You know, like, oh, that yeah. is yeah. how people are. Mm-hmm. I guess that's how people are now, but they don't say it as much. <laughs> um, right. And then there was the conversation about Siobhan, the, the, you know, one of the first black people in Manhattan. They started to pop up, y'all. They do. Right, they just there. exist. All of a sudden, they just exist. Right. And they know Siobhan's sister, Adina, because she she knows Carrie and invited them to the opening her restaurant, which is Puff Daddy meets Martha Stewart. Why was it Puff Daddy meets Martha Stewart? Oh, my God. Ah, like, my eyes closed so hard. I thought it went to pop out of my head. Like, I was just like, what? I thought I heard something incorrect. <sighs> I didn't. It's really what she said. Oh. And the girl seems cool and all she's nice and she even introduces her brother Siobhan like you know he's successful he's all that yep yep don't be mad um but Samantha decides she's gonna like make him a conquest and she says what she say I'm gonna get me some of that something like that yeah and Charlotte's all don't talk like that and they're and honestly I didn't even get it I was like talk like what I honestly didn't me get too. it me too and then because of Samantha right and she's like, well, not, what? And they're like, don't talk black or talk African-American or whatever. And I was just like, oh, that's what you meant? Like, it just didn't I didn't even think stand she meant that me. way. Is that because, I don't say get me some of that, but is it because that just doesn't, I didn't know that was supposed to be a black thing? <laughs> I didn't know it was supposed to be a black thing. <laughs> if anything, I thought it was a young people thing because isn't that what Ty says on Clueless? Right, Breaking break you off, off a piece of that? Right. I didn't know it was supposed to be. Like Carrie says, well, uh, Charlotte says something about Samantha being politically incorrect and rude. And so Carrie says, sweetie, a reminder, Samantha is rude and politically incorrect. And Miranda says she's an equally oppor- equal opportunity offender. 
Um, what did you think then? What What was it making you feel? Them talking about Siobhan. I didn't like the Puff Daddy meets Mark Stewart. I didn't like they made a comment about how much jewelry, how much jewelry he wore. Had on. I didn't like the comments about his what he did as a for a living. I didn't like anything. I didn't like he took her to this club with all black people, a couple of white people, and the ladies on the, on the line was cussing him out. I didn't like none of that. I didn't like any of that. I, I hate, nope. This is the only kind of place he goes. I'm not saying he wouldn't. I'm not saying a successful music exec would not go to a club like that. I'm saying, in the writer's minds, that's the only kind of club mm-hmm. he'd be at. Mm-hmm. He's successful. His sister's successful. There's so many clubs in New York. You mean to tell me he could? He there's no other club he could go to. You mean to tell me he does not work with any white artists? Even though they were Hispanic artists, Samantha. Exactly. They were at the same event recently, but now he's only signing this rap artist who's making songs with a bunch of of nigga in it because I heard it. It's like they purposely made it like what they thought would be an uncomfortable setting for this lily white lady. Where mm-hmm. she's getting screamed at, and there's all these black people. We want to see Ken Samantha hold up in this kind of environment. That's really what it was. We say right through you, <laughs> right? I wasn't even mad that Samantha went back at Adina and tried to fight her because I'm like, that's Samantha. I'm not right. That's fine. That she doesn't bother me. But it was just right. But I just had an issue with all the ways they described them as people, and I remember. Cause I remember nothing else. I remember being like, that ain't cool back then. Being like, why y'all talking about them like that? You know, it's this thing with white writers that they feel like the way to describe people of color is always in this strange way that sort of harkens back to specific um, stereotypical things. Too much jewelry on a black guy. Right. Really smart and, and really good in math for an Asian guy. Um spicy latina like i just hate that crap so much right i hate it it makes me insane right and i, remember I guess nev- we should have expected it this episode i hadn't seen this episode i hate years. this episode i, I hate this episode me either this is usually one that i skip honestly i skipped the first few <laughs> but <laughs> i hate this episode so much because of that because i just felt like it was such a like i don't know black people so i'm just gonna this is what i imagine right and I imagine she's going to be so upset she's going to start a fight with her in public. What? Right. I don't think, and I don't think Adina would have done that. It didn't even she's seem like, like it. No, she wasn't that. The, the The confrontation at the restaurant was enough. And right. then if she saw her again, she could pull her to the side again. I did not see Adina being a person who would run up on her at a club. Come right. on. Mm-hmm. People need to get it together. I mean, it's old enough we can do about it. Right. It's done. But I, I hate that. I hate this episode. For that reason. Right. Agreed. And this is probably why I don't really know. There are not a lot of black people who watch the show. Most black people I know hate this show because they don't show black people very much. And then it's very stereotypical until we like we meet Blair Underwood later. It's funny because actually I don't know. I don't know anyone period who doesn't like this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that we've had a discussion on this episode. We're like, yeah, that one, that one ain't happening. You know, like, nah. We're going to act like that. We're going to pull that one out and blow it away. Right. <laughs> and then I didn't like it. They made it seem like Samantha was after him because he's black. I think she was after him because he was hot. Let's not get it twisted. That dude was good looking. He was hot and, and he, he had connections. He had connections and right. he had money. Right. And we all know what Samantha is about. Not right. only is she about sleeping with people, but she's about sleeping with 
people who gonna get her where she needs to be right. and who gonna you know satisfy her right and he was younger too I mean come on I, I just whatever but yeah uh, another quick break. Press rewind. Where's the remote? Fandom City Cinema. Fandom City Town Hall Meeting. Second time around. Listen to your favorite Fandom City podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Check out FandomCity.com and follow the Fandom City Facebook and Twitter pages for updates on current podcasts and for information on future podcast series. All right, so let's have a little more maybe in-depth discussion about some things in this season. Um, so Charlotte says it's wrong to sleep with a man just to fulfill a fantasy. And this is because Samantha's talking about how she wants to sleep with a firefighter so bad. So... All these guys she slept with, why did she sleep with them? Weren't they to fulfill her fantasy of Mr. Right? Am I am I reading um, that wrong? Yeah, honestly, I felt like you gave her more deeper reasons. I thought she slept with him just to get her thing going. <laughs> I mean, and maybe that's what it is, but it's like, I don't understand her coming at Samantha for having a fantasy about a particular type of man. And like, let's be honest, everybody has a fantasy about something, even if it's sleeping mm-hmm. and like having sex in their parents' four-poster bed. Everybody has a fantasy about something. So how is your sleeping with... And now the reason why I say they're fulfilling her fantasy of Mr. Right is because they're all the same. Every last one of these dudes is the exact same right. carbon copy. Change the height change their hair color, but it's still the same dude. They went to Princeton or Yale or Stanford or Brown. They're, you know, hedge fund managers, doctors, lawyers, or this. That's her fantasy, Mr. Wright. I don't know why she thinks she's better than Samantha. Um, This is sort of, I guess it's sort of, not even a real question. <laughs> How cute can you afford Jimmy Choose? How much does she get paid for writing? And I know we've had a discussion before about she doesn't have much. How much is she getting paid for writing that she could take that money and go blow it all on shoes I think, and clothes um, she can afford? You know, as a writer, you don't get paid like the same amount every couple of weeks. You're not getting like a regular pay. It's like per Regularly. piece a lot of times. Right. Um, I think she's the type of person who get that money in her hands and go, shoes. Like, I feel like there's no sense. There's no budget. No sense of responsibility, even at her age. I feel like, I, again, we give a lot of passes to younger people, right? But I feel like even at your age, your things, you know, you say you can't afford all the time. You talk about money quite often, actually. Why are you buying Jimmy Choo's? But she also is the kind of person who feels like she has to keep up with the Joneses, too, though. She has to put on appearances a lot. Yeah. And put on put up appearance for who? It just makes no sense. It's like, I feel like it's all for her. I don't she think there's anybody else she, who's like, oh, right. Carrie I think she doesn't have the latest she shoes. Don't, she's not a socialite at all, right? Not really. But I think she wants to, like, kind of... Live like the pseudo celebrity life, though, and she, you, nobody's gonna follow her. She has on um, some shoes from Target, 
So she got to have Jimmy shoes. <laughs> She'd rather I be broke. Yes. She can, she can have Stuart Weitzman. She does not have to have Jimmy Choo. It's so I don't know. I just find it ridiculous. Um, so Carrie lies to Stanford about Jim Kelly's campaign manager, who like Stanford can tell he's gay, and she talks to him, but he's not interested in Stanford. So she lies to Stanford and tells him, "No, he's not gay." So is it okay to lie to your friends if it saves hurt feelings? Uh, me? No, I don't think so. But I'm also a person who I don't like sugarcoat stuff for people. I would say he wasn't interested. You could do better than who cares to keep it moving. But uh, I understand why. I understand the tr- decision too, though. I do. I, yeah. I kind of don't understand. The I think because like, she doesn't want to. Why? Because what would have happened if? What would have happened if she said that and then he turned around and then Stanford saw him hooking up with the other guy? She just would have looked stupid. And like a stupid liar. I think that's just the risk she was willing to take. Because she, it's more important to her to pretend than to possibly have to deal with his hurt feelings. Because remember, she's not a good friend. So his, his yeah. feelings might not even be hurt. But because there's a chance there might be and they need to come to her with that crap, she's like, let me just... Mm-hmm. Honestly, she thinks he's beneath her. She thinks he's probably used to rejection. Hmm. And I was like, I don't feel like adding to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this is a question that I have for you, but I actually ended up asking a man about this. And this sort of goes back to Carrie not being able to afford Jimmy Choo's. Do men go broke trying to compete with other men? Oh, I was going to say no real quick. I'm not going to say they don't at all. If they do, it's way, way, way in the back of their mind. I feel like it's in the front of these women's minds to do this stuff. And this is really this is really in question to the fact that she knew she was going to that women's writer luncheon. So she went out and bought shoes she couldn't afford and a dress she couldn't afford just to show Natasha, who didn't give a good damn about her at all, just to show Natasha that she's right. fabulous. I think I think a man would do that. You think so? Okay, so I ended up, because I wasn't sure what a man would do, I ended up asking the hubs what he thought. And his answer was, um, let me find it, let me find it. He asked me by bragging about what they got and don't. And then he said only if people are talking mess about it. And then so I explained to him the situation and he said he hopes not. But I don't know if that's from a, the mindset of somebody who's, you know, old school and, um, you know, macho masculine or whatever. I really want to do men do this. I can't. I think I just can't imagine it because I'm so still sort of old school. I need to ask a young person like somebody men's age, like do does men know men who go broke trying to compete with each other to well, prove, hey, I'm better uh, than you right. or okay. that person who dumped me I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For I'm you. Ca- I didn't mean to cut you off, but I had to cut myself off, I guess. You're right. I think a man would make the effort to let you know, hey, I'm looking good. This is what she missed out on or he missed out on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Would they go broke? Probably not. 
But at the same time, I don't know if it's man versus woman because I wouldn't. I'm a woman and I wouldn't go broke trying to compete with somebody. I wouldn't even make the effort to be like this with that mm-hmm. person missed out on. I'm sure they're fully aware of what they missed out on, you know? Mm-hmm. I, do, I don't think that that's a woman thing. I think mm-hmm. that's a her thing. <laughs> I think it's a carry thing. Yeah, I think so too. And honestly, it's really to right. make herself feel you better. You can't compete with her. Her half is loaded. She wouldn't care what you have. Right. Right. And Natasha doesn't even know she exists until she shows back up. So, she took Samantha to this luncheon when she was looking her best. And then Natasha doesn't show up because she's sick. And then Natasha sends a thank you card to everyone. I, oh. I'm presumably to everyone who showed up because she was like the person who headed it up. And so she gets this thank you card, and there is misspelled instead of spelling it T H. She spelled like the possessive there. E I R. She spelled it or right instead of T H E R E. Um. And so she calls Miranda to tell her about it and calls Natasha an idiot. So there's two questions behind this. Number one. Why did she call Miranda and not Samantha when Samantha's the one who went with her? I think because... And Samantha knows well, the entire well, situation. Well, it does come back to Miranda really is her best friend, but I also feel like she thinks Miranda's smart enough to appreciate it. I don't think she thought Samantha would give a, sh- a hoot. <laughs> I think Samantha's been like, and? Yeah. Where Samantha Miranda like, also kind of revels in thinking what of her as stupid. She enjoys it. And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, she just wrote it. Probably she wrote a bunch of handwritten yeah, what- notes. And didn't notice she did that. She called and, her an and idiot. Fast. Right. It does not mean she really believed. Yeah. It doesn't mean that. All the time. People make typos all the time. When they're writing and when they're typing. Like, are you serious? Now, she did it. Like, there are people I know who who's do your for your yeah. all the time. All the they time. All know. the damn time. <laughs> Those people are or idiots. Or know and don't care enough to know that really. <laughs> no, for real, you're wrong. Right, right. Um, so I'm going to switch these two questions around. So I had the question, and you had the question, I think, maybe last time or one of the times before, and I have it again. <laughs> How little Big and Carrie keep running into each other? And this was plaguing me. Like, I just kept going, How is this happening? So I finally looked it up. I got to Wikipedia and found out some stuff. Manhattan is only 23 square miles. I know. I still don't buy it. I feel like even in knowing how small it is and even in knowing that they were in the same kind of circle, I just don't feel like it would keep happening so much just because, unless they are trying to make it happen. Well, I mean, it's so small, but it's got a higher population. Right. Population density is bigger than a lot of countries. So I think that factors into it. He works, they, they both work and live in Manhattan. So I think that factors into it. And just given how much I run into people... And the city of Cleveland, who I never want to see, and I see repeatedly, <laughs> like, I guess I can see how it happens, but I do see what you're saying. Like, it happens a lot. I tend to think he's yeah. stalking her because he knows her hangouts. He knows where she's going to be. And while she would be active, actively avoiding him because the breakup was hard, he would be trying to, not necessarily seeking her out, but be thinking, like, it's cool. We're friends. What's the big deal? So, um... So here's my question. And before, I don't want anybody to think I'm being judgmental because I'm not. People do what they do. I don't care as long as you don't hurt me. 
But I'm asking this for a reason. And I and after I guess I don't know before you get to your answer or after I don't know. I'll tell you what I'm getting at. What is their purpose in dating all these men? Is marriage the desired outcome? Or a long term stable relationship? Or is it just for Do fun? you mean each individual person? I think I actually yes. believe Samantha's is just fine. Um, I feel like Carrie wants a long-term relationship, but really only wants it with that one person. I think otherwise, she's just trying to have fun. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I think Miranda wants a long-term relationship, probably marriage. And Shyla is a boob. I don't care. <laughs> I just feel like they're not being honest with themselves or with the viewers about what they want. I think right. Samantha comes the closest to being honest. Because the reason why I think she's still not fully honest is because she enters relationships that can be long-term, like with James. But she doesn't want that. She barely wants Samantha right. to spend the night. I think it's incredibly challenging, though. <laughs> 90s and beyond, maybe always, to be honest about what you want especially for a woman a successful you know woman with a career blah blah blah. because the pressure is placed on you automatically Mm -hmm. to want something sometimes you don't know if you do or don't want it Mm -hmm. and I feel like they all are like kind of I don't understand completely even though I set my ideas of what their goals were I don't think they fully know I think Charlotte thinks she's supposed to want this thing because that's what she saw growing up probably you know her parents always together but does she actually want it? Because mm-hmm. it don't seem like she's actually making steps towards it. She gets rid of people so quickly. Exactly. Like on boomerang, hammer time in the toes. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. why are you just breaking up with this person for these little things <laughs> right. so quickly if marriage is actually your desired outcome? Because you keep saying these guys are right for you. Right. You keep saying they're perfect in every way, and then you find one little issue with them. So I don't know if they know their goal, what their actual goal is. I think they should allow themselves to have fun but it's hard for women to do that. I, I think so too. And that's, but I think that's the problem. To me, they're not having fun because I think Samantha's, like I said, the closest to having fun, the closest to being honest because well, I stay on Charlotte. She's saying she wants to be married, but like you said, she's dumping, she's dumping guys for trivial right. stuff, but then not allowing herself to explore right. what it means to be in a relationship. That's why I question the fact do they want do they want marriage or do they want long term stability in a relationship? Because there are ways you behave in a relationship. You have to understand you have to give up things well, to be in a relationship. I don't think you have to give up everything, but you have to compromise and I just don't see Right. Charlotte wanting marriage though also I think we can clearly see her wanting marriage is still about other people like does she want to be married because she wants a stable relationship or she wants to be married because she's supposed to be right she wants her name on page six or whatever she wants somebody on her arm yep yep because she got to know people and right. said how much they made sense for her i never really heard her explain why trey made sense for her except that he was available right so this it was just time and I'm gonna say that before I get to, before I go back. If a man said that, it's time. I'm just gonna get married. 
to th this is the year. Women would be pissed because then it seems like it's taking the romance out of it. I don't think there's anything wrong with being practical. If that's your desired goal to be married, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, okay, this is the year, make or break, I'm going to get married. I'm going to find this person and then you take the whatever steps you need to take and whatever you feel like you need to do to make that happen. I don't think that means there's no no romance. I don't think that means there's no love. But the stuff that she does and the way that she talks, if it were a man right. doing it, nobody would applaud that. Nobody would be like, oh, Charlotte. Everybody would right. be like, this guy's a scuzzball. Mm -hmm. But my thing, my other thing about, like I said it before, like I just don't think they're being honest. I think, Miranda's a really good example of that. She wants her freedom, but then she really misses Steve. And it's weird to me because she can't seem to figure out what she needs to do to have both of the things that she wants. So she keeps, like I said, you got to make compromises, but she keeps giving up right. certain parts of herself that are not necessary to give up to get what she feels like she wants just because she loves him. You can love somebody and not live with them. You can love somebody and them not be in right. your house all the time. I, it's possible. So I, I don't know. It's, like you said, it's like they have these ideas of what it is. So they're going for that. And then, it's, and then at the same time, not really experiencing the fun of it and when they probably should be thinking about that. I think if they concentrated on the fun of it, they would find what they wanted and just be well, happy. Well, I feel like even to this day, women aren't actually allowed to do that. Single women, especially if you're 30-something, single women, you're, it is sure one of them said something like, oh, because Miranda, she said something about Steve, 34, he ain't got a job. He ain't, I mean, he, he, not he ain't got a job, but he don't have a house and he don't mm -hmm. make much. He's, He's a catch. She's 34 and gross, basically. And it is true like, like that people actually think that way. And they think it to this day. What is wrong with you, 30-something-year-old woman? It's like, I'm only 30-something. I'm not old and dusty and done with life. You know what I mean? But we become that so much faster than they right. are. Right. And I think it's, it's also thing, the thing of it is is that this but, idea that but you're and you're hor to married. Well, we can Why? go on and on about this, but you're horrible and wrong if you don't. Like, I honestly recently had this conversation. Like, right. oh my gosh, are you really stopping a man and pulling him away from what he's doing to make him explain his stance on marriage? Like, really? Like, as much. I think people do question men, but they, they go, oh, well, you'll come around, and they move on. But with women, right. it's like, I really have to have this long dialogue with you and have you explain to me. Right. Why do I have... Uh, so right. even worse, obviously, in the late 90s. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, crazy stuff. So, how about some <laughs> listener questions? <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, okay. Thank you. Yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> so, some folks have some questions, and we are so grateful. <laughs> yeah, it was like a little choo choo. I don't know what that was. Um, <laughs> I think it's an non an anon anonymous. Ah, <laughs> uh, Kelly. Oh, Bill Kelly. So Bill Kelly dumped Carrie because she's a sex columnist. Yes, 
because she's a sex columnist and his folks don't think it's a good look for him to be dating her. So she outs his fetish in the column. So the question is, was that wrong? And have you ever done something like that? Uh, you want to? I thought, I thought you wanted to speak on that. <laughs> Which part I don't think do you think wrong. it was wrong of him to have an issue? <laughs> I absolutely do. Yes, I do. Because he he knew who she was before and they got together. And his people presumably knew. persistent on getting with her. It wasn't like I realized it after the fact. And right. now I'm like, oops, sorry. I don't know how to deal with this. But you wanted it. But because you know it's because she went down with that GS that you decided, oh, I can't do this. Exactly. How do you feel about her has to be writing it. about it in the column? She didn't reveal his name, which means she's not as petty as I am. Because it at least got some initials. They already got some initials. <laughs> right. I'm Sorry. sure people figured it out since she was at everything. With- <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Right. And I hope he didn't win his thing. Um, next up is a good, good one. Uh, Carrie gives up smoking for Aiden. Because Aiden was like, I don't play that. Look, on the episode before where she was dating the guy, Sean, <laughs> she just smoked and then kissed him. And I thought, he's okay with that? Because again, I don't remember right. the episode, so nasty. I was like horrified. Sorry, smokers, but I'm not. Um, right. I'm not sorry. And it's so 2016. Like, Stop yeah, killing about yourself. That. No, and she actually looked taken aback. Like, are you serious right now? Look, she was just willing so she to not date him just like, so she could smoke. Tripping? So the question is, how much are you willing to change to be with someone? And how much should you be willing to give up? How much you be willing? Well, you kind of not changed for anybody at this point anymore. <laughs> how much? Well, no. See, here's the thing. About, here's the thing about relationships. This is ongoing no, forever. But the question this really is, is changing something. to be this with the person to get them to trap them. You've already trapped yours. So. But um. <laughs> That's true. He's still trying to make me change. I appreciate it one little bit. Well, I think you have to. I think you have to choose small battles. I think if they're saying, "I'm never going to change something that is the core of who I am," unless it hurts somebody. Let's put it that way. So, if me, you know, being petty hurts the feelings, I'll stop. I promise. I will stop. Right. Little by little, it won't be overnight. I will. I will slowly stop doing it. But so I, I think you could do that. How much are you, how much should you be willing to give up? I think it depends on how bad you want to be in a relationship. Relationship, And you can't go into it thinking, I'm giving up this so this better work out. And I think that's the problem a lot of people have. I've had this conversation with lots of people, not necessarily this way, but like about people changing. And, And a lot of men have said this, I've heard. From girlfriends that people have said this. I've heard from my sisters that men they've dated have said this. I've heard from my own husband who has said this. I don't change. Men are famous for saying, I shouldn't have to change. I'm not going to change. If people don't realize, number one, most people don't change. 
Especially if you hit a certain age. Like, you're not going to change. But let's be honest. Everyone evolves. And if you don't evolve, get out of my life. So evolution is actually change. Right. Get past it. You're going to change. I think as far as change, like, um, I volunteer on Saturdays. You want me to stop doing it so I can go to football games? No. What? Why? <laughs> why would I do that? Or no. or that I love my sense. family and you're, you like to stick to yourself. So you need to stop having them come over. I guess I got to compromise and go to them. I don't know. But something that's healthy for me anyway and everyone else I love hates it as well. Why would I not stop smoking? Everybody else in my life doesn't like it. It's not that big of a deal. It doesn't make any sense. It's not like he said, which to me would have been very logical if he said, you need to stop buying $700 shoes. He didn't say that. Right. I mean, that's your money. He can't count your coins. But... He asked you to do to not do something that A is disgusting, B makes your breath, your fingertips, your hair, your everything smell. C will kill you. Right. He's asking you to stop doing that. I didn't either. I didn't see I why it was a big deal. That much about it. Like if 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 the husband has said, "Please stop dyeing your hair," I might think about you know I might be like, Give "Why? Wait, what? <laughs> what?" Oh, like it's killing you. Like those, it's put the toxins in there. At least if you're gonna, then then I would have right. to compromise. Hannah, but like I found go. one that's Let's natural. I'm gonna use henna. Now what? Ah, right. Gotcha. You can't make me stop. <laughs> but I think I, I just felt like it was illogical from a writer's standpoint to have her not want to give up something. Right. To have her so that was so kind meaningless. Of like offended by it, even. I could see if all her friends smoked right. and she's like, what, but we all again, good? But they all were like, no, but Right. Really. Except for Stamber, Enabler. But at the same time, like, I wish they had sort of, and I guess they sort of did with it when she, like, dropped the cigarette and was all, like, a crackhead on the corner. Like, it, right. it, is, it is a disease. Like, nicotine addiction is a real thing. And it needs to be treated like that. I feel like if they were going to have her have the question, they should have really had her deal with some real withdrawal symptoms or something. Right. Right. It just, I felt like that wasn't, it was really just about, she just didn't want to give up smoking for this person she thought might not be in her life. Right. Um, next up from C dubs. Um, why couldn't Carrie keep Big from coming back into her life? And I guess we touched on that before, but do you have any additional thoughts about that? Well, this is why the question came up, because she said, because he was watching it with me, and she said, it's not like I can keep Big out of my life. And he looked at me and said, why can't she? <laughs> Fair question. I think his thing was, if you don't want this person in your life, and you've moved on, why is it impossible for you to keep them out of your life? And honestly, I'm asking here because, like, I put it here because I didn't have an answer for him other than she dumbass. It's just her saying that. There's nothing preventing, there's nothing, there's no reason that's actually true. She just doesn't want to. And I told him, oh my God, buckle up. When it comes back around, I'll show that episode to you too and you have a whole other brain explosion 
I mean, even just going back to last season, like they'd already broken up, and she's calling calling him for what? Yeah, for what? You I broke up. There's not. What a are you need doing? You to keep purposely doing this, right? Y'all running through each other years later. Ah, uh, you know, it's the past. Let's go have lunch. Fine, but we didn't even let no time go by. Right. Yeah, I can't on her. Mm-hmm. Um. Now here's something right here. Let, okay, this is from old Melissa G. It says, sorry, I don't know if you old. Um, <laughs> when I say old, I don't mean like that. Like, um, <laughs> in episode nine, okay, so Miranda just minded her bees, beeswax. And, you know, Steve had been staying there, even though they'd broken up. But he's supposed to be looking for a place, and she at the house. She listened to her messages, and she hears a message from a woman like, oh, this is Steve, this is the girl you met from Sessity Such. I want to take you out. But, 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 I'm sorry, run that back real quick. So, Miranda, here's this message from this other woman saying she wants to date Steve. So, this means that Steve actually gave out Miranda's home number to this woman. What would you have done? Does that even seem like something Steve would do? Can I ask with the second one first? Do it. No. That is something that Steve moved. First of all, Steve thinks too much of her as a person and as somebody he cares about. There's no way he would have done that. No way he and, and that's that is a revenge thing, and Steve was never that person. Mm-mm. He's gotta be the least petty person I've ever seen in my life. Exactly. There's no way he would have done that. First of all, I don't even think he would have really hollered a woman too much. Mm-mm. But let's Mm-mm. say he did, she would have got the bar number or he would have been exactly. honest and been like, let me get yours. I'm, you know, exactly. in between some things. I don't know. I just feel like he would not have played her like that. Mm-mm. Especially without all, telling no. her, like, hey, is it cool if I get his right. number out? It was her place that he moved into and exactly. no longer lives at. I just don't think he would have done that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So hard to believe. But what would you have done? <laughs> he got <laughs> clocked in his face. First of all, the, the message would have got erased. And then when he came in, he would got hit in the face with the phone. Like, are you serious? Every time don't I see that part. Run the hand. Every, every time I see that part. I get mm. just as upset as I did Me last too. time I saw it. Me too. Well, that's how I know it's not characteristic of Steve. I feel like even in the future when he does something to Miranda, I thought that's not characteristic of Steve, but I wasn't as upset with him because it was believable that he may have gotten there. Mm-hmm. This was not believable. Mm-mm. So it made me so pissed off because I'm like, that's not even who you are. I just don't... I, that's a big move that's a big move big would do that big would do that all day Uh uh-huh and be like uh did somebody call for me (laughs) exactly because i met you take a message the other night (laughs) exactly (laughs) you are dating somebody right you should be because i am exactly and uh this this was a good one and this is from rachel and it says how are Charlotte and Miranda friends? Because we've already asked many times how are right. Samantha and Charlotte friends. And I, I remember asking exactly what this one meant. And this was regarding it, when they're at the diner and they're having a conversation. This isn't about getting married too fast. And Miranda makes a comment and she doesn't even look at Charlotte. And Charlotte gets immediately undefensive. 
it, it's that too soon. And, and, and this is right. And this is oh, what Trey? I feel. Yeah, Trey. I'm sorry. Yeah, about Trey. And she's like, and this is what I feel. And Miranda's like, okay. And this is not the first time they've had a conversation like that. Where Charlotte did. And Miranda's like, look, you little chihuahua. I will kick you in your stomach if you don't right. be quiet. How are they friends? I, I swear I've always thought really Charlotte and Carrie are friends and the mm-hmm. other two just deal with Charlotte. I, that, that has to be it. But sometimes it really is them and Charlotte with no Carrie. And I'm like, how I are know. y'all doing this? How are y'all, how are y'all not snapping her neck? But you know what? I'm sorry. I learned this about people. And it's a thing that is very untrue about me. People will become like the friend's friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I don't like my friend's friend, my friend's friend will never see me without uh-uh. that in between. Person. Exactly. No it way. It won't ever happen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm friends nope. with her. Exactly. <laughs> I'm with now, I'm friends with her. Now, if she invite me out and you happen to be there, all right, I guess we're all kicking fine, it. I guess, because I didn't but know But you're not calling there. me. You're not calling me like, hey, I got tickets to the IX Center. Okay. My thing is. It's not even like you go call me and I'm gonna be rude about it. You wouldn't even have it in your head. Exactly. They already know not to even bother. You wouldn't have my number. <laughs> if our mutual friend who was having a birthday party and it was gonna be a surprise party, guess who not planning it together? <laughs> me and you, because we not cool. It'll never happen. Okay. You might have my number. I I'll say that. You might. You ain't gonna just be using it for you whatever. Just, we not we not. You're I using it just for the surprise party. We cool. Oh, we not actually. It's just for the surprise party. So we can plan it. And because one of us is bringing her, we got to hook up about that. But it ain't for you not to be texting me like, how you doing? No. We're not those people. We're not those people. Stop it. Oh, my God. Because, look, you text me and we're not cool. You getting a, What you getting back is. What? What you zooming? No, we don't do this. You can do the this. on the iPhone, the dot, dot, dot. You can tell her <laughs> right. it. <laughs> right. Oh, she got three You getting nope. a T is typing, and that's it. You getting a sad um, emoji, like. <laughs> it's ain't a group text. This, this just you? <laughs> <laughs> Who? You getting a how you get this number? Your number, it's not even saved on my phone. Who is that? Right. That would be a who is this? Oh, I'll be no. so rude. I thought nobody liked me. Um, I don't care if they don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I've learned it. I finally don't care. No, um, I consistently get texts from people. I go, what? Who? Why? Who invited you? Who invited you to my phone? Get out of here. <laughs> get out. How'd you get this number? My phone filling up. <laughs> right. Okay. No new friends. Anyway. But yeah, I can't answer that. I don't think Charlotte and Miranda are friends. I definitely I think that they are Carrie's friends. Miranda and Samantha as friends make much more sense than right. Charlotte and Miranda Absolutely. or Charlotte and Samantha. Um, so I have a little bit of feedback. Before we get to that, let's talk about the notable guest stars. Um, John Slattery was on episode one. He was Comptroller Kelly. <laughs> um, Elizabeth Banks was on episode two. Donovan, is it Leach or Letch? I don't know who that Leech? is. You know, you do know who he is. Okay. Number one, you know who Donovan is? They call him Mellow Yellow. That's right. Anyway, Donovan was a singer. This is his son. And you do know who he is because he's on the in crowd. The in crowd guy? That's his name? I thought it was something else. 
And he's Ione Sky's brother. Hold on oh. a second. Oh, was he the artist guy? He's the, the dancer, the one who was a goofball. <laughs> no. Yeah, the artist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, okay. I'm not talking about in crowd anymore. All right, we moved <laughs> on. No one knows what it is. You do. Oh. Anyway. Um, ADK Hill was Sean. And he played, oh. he's on NYP, no, not NYPD. CSI New York. And he was Rachel's boyfriend on friends fun fact oh, i don't think he's that tag. much younger than any of them yeah he's tagged he's That's not right. that much younger than any of them he so looks like how he, he's always playing yeah he's always playing the young guy um alanis morissette was on the same episode she was the woman who kissed carrie um even with that cigarette billy, mouth yeah ugh. billy worth billy worth was on I was episode so seven. Him, like, who is he was on god and light right who is he <laughs> Billy Worth. How, shame on me. Look. Hey, listeners, I know you don't know who he is either. You do. You have to. So like, <laughs> the guy who doesn't talk on Lost Boys. He does. He says, you miss, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Best line of the movie. Anyway, look, I have put my seat. I put the DVD in. And now you can look at the menu and see what the um, episode is about. And it was like, Samantha meets a doctor. And it said, Viagra. And I was like, Billy Worth. <laughs> it's the Billy Worth episode. Woo. Anyway, listeners, I have a slight obsession with Billy Worth and have since I was but a wee babe. So, yes, I love him. Anyway, um, Robert Lupin played the hippie. No, I've seen, I've seen this guy in a lot of stuff, and this is the first time I realized he's Peggy Lupin's brother. <laughs> oh, I was just joking when I said Peggy Lupin. Yeah, I was like, he kind of like her. Yeah, I was huh. like, he's Peggy. Hey, the divine Miss Patty LaPone. Like, if y'all know who Patty LaPone is, please you get, get checked, devil. please. And uh, Bobby Cannavale was funky spunk. <laughs> anyway. I, I, and you know, to this day, that's what I, for whenever I see him, I go funky spunk. All right. Gross. Um, so I got a little bit of feedback, sort of kind of feedback from Jen. We were just sort of talking about it. And she was saying... Um, She likes how Carrie was trying to accommodate Kelly's fetish while also being honest about what's okay for her. And she also threw in, even though you both hate Carrie. Look, we don't hate. Hate Carrie. is such a strong word. I hate Charlotte. I'm just kidding. Right, I hate Charlotte. <laughs> Carrie is just. <sighs> and then she like she explains it like she says Carrie. Carrie says to the guy, "It's about drizzling warm tea on him." Right. Instead of peeing on him or leaving the door cracked open while she goes to the bathroom. But then she goes on to say, he seemed like such a good guy. And she could see why Carrie tried to keep an open mind and work with him instead of just judging him. And I was like, but he dumped her because she was a sex columnist. That's not a good guy. Right. And then she was like, well, yeah, except for that and the pee thing. He, was, <laughs> he seemed like a good guy. <laughs> but yeah, um, so all in all, like the beginning... These first nine episodes of season three, like Leon and I were saying before we started, so much filler, yet so many pivotal plot things that are going to have an effect on the rest of the series and beyond happen in season three. In the beginning of season three, no less. Right. Like, we just really got to the thick of it. 
Right. I did keep feeling on the fence or not sure how I felt about the season. Like, I kind of remember you being like, bah, when you Mm. started it. And I was, well, no. And I started like, bah. But it really was because of those filler. Like, the, mm-hmm. I could have done without Funky Spunk. I could have done mm-hmm. without most of the guy who couldn't kiss Charlotte. Like, a lot of that stuff, I'm like... The comptroller. I, the comptroller took up a good chunk of my time. Like, I loved Aiden, obviously. But I just loved the richness of that story. As much as she, as much as, as wrong as I think Carrie was, that was a great storyline. Right. And Miranda's and Steve was a great storyline. And then eventually, like, Charlotte and Trey bored me, but at least it was something to work right. with. <sighs> I just noticed that we really glossed over the fact that Carrie cheated on Aiden. I think glossed over because it was the last thing that happened. Yeah. Um, we know that we dig more into it in this last half, but it's like literally the last scene of this part one of the. Look, I, I like wanted to smack her every time I see the episode. I want to punch her in her throat. Like, what are you doing? And by the way, and I'm gonna say this, and like she can listen and try to correct me later. If, if but I know that I'm right when I say this. Jen does not like Aiden at all. I would be saying that, and before. I really want Jen to write in and explain. Blame herself finally for the masses yeah, because this is something we continuously argue about. I need how to we, know. He's not overbearing. You know, some people are like fake nice guys. They mm-hmm. just want to be controlling or kind of obsessive and weird and overbearing and just too mm-hmm. much. He was trying to be the right balance. He was trying. Exactly. Effortlessly, actually. Exactly. I and the understand. things where he messed, where he messed up, and I put them in quotation marks. She's not, she's not honest enough with herself or him to be upfront and be like, "These things bother me." She waits right. until she's waking up in a cold sweat for no damn reason and right. saying there's a problem when there isn't one. Oh, just All right. she sucks so hard. Mm-mm. You can't tell me that Aiden ain't amazed balls. Um, uh, Best thing that ever happened on this show was Aiden Shaw. For the record, it was almost my child's name. And yes, not because I like the name Aiden, but because of this character. And, and I then, voted for that. That was my first vote, period. And I didn't want nothing else because of the same reason. Right. And it was the number one name that year, by the way. And guess why? Because of one Mr. Aiden Shaw. <laughs> Other people were thinking the same thing as uh-huh. me. <laughs> hmm. And I admit, I don't mind being in the majority because he's amazing. I stand by he's it. He's amazing. Love that character. Okay, well, sort of lackluster in some places, but still, like you said, getting to the good meat and potatoes of the rest of the series. I can't remember. I do. I can't, I'm not even going to lie because this is where I watch. I watched the back end of season three on like it's going out of style. Mm-hmm. And frankly, it probably is out of style. But, um... <laughs> This is the stuff where it gets to where I love because we get. Although I find Carrie neurotic, I like the I like this complication she built for herself, right? And I like how how it's gonna go for her from here and how she grows as a character. But I won't get too much into that. Any final thoughts from you about the first nine? Uh, just uh, looking forward to these episodes that I've seen on E and Style a million times. <laughs> Well, you know what? Now they're gonna be uncut, so you probably gonna be right. like, "I don't remember that happening." Like, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> no, look, this is how much I watch this show. When I watch it on Ian and Style, I go, "They cut out, blah blah blah." Right. 
I know exactly what they cut out. That's not the funniest part. So, again, you can find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Just search for Fandom City and you will pop up. You can find me on Twitter, Sheriff T. You can and find... I Leona. am Alderman Leona X. Give us a shout out. You can also find the main account, which is Fandom City Mayor, correct? Correct. I just want to say mayor of Fandom City. But I do too. Whatever. Fandom City Mayor. Fandom City Mayor. <laughs> um, you can also um, find us on Facebook. Um, just search for Fandom City. You can find, you can email us. We are we are so into emails and feedback people. Like and seriously, thank you, thank we want to talk to people about this show. So send us some more questions. Send us some more feedback. Right. Mayor at FandomCity.com. Get on that. And we're going to get the next nine episodes to you. Very soon, be on the lookout for an announcement, maybe, of when we're gonna ask for some feedback or just shoot us an email. Like I said, we're cool with that. And with that, I'm T. I'm Leona X. Until next time, bye. Bye.